Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Babe, there's something different about my mango pineapple smoothie. Really? My caramel frappe tastes fine. Nah, something's definitely different. No difference? Other than I got them for half off because I ordered on the app. Well, that explains it. Explains what? How things seem to taste so much better when you're getting a sweet deal. Okay. <laughs> right now at Mickey D's, get 50% off any size McCafe beverage when you order through the McDonald's app. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Follow one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Welcome to the Against the Mat, Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, I got it right. Woo! <laughs> hey guys, welcome. It is Monday, a beautiful Monday here in the great state of Kentucky. I am the Kentucky guy, and uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. And the reason why I made that little joke there is because uh, I've, if you only knew. Uh, how many times I had to redo the uh, Red Pill podcast on Saturday because uh, <laughs> I kept calling it Against the Mat podcast. And then I made that mistake earlier, and then uh, I'm just rolling with this one. We are Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, and welcome. <laughs> All right, lively bunch today. I love it. All right, guys, so we do have a, uh, a bunch of news going on in the wrestling world. Um, <clears throat> actually, it's uh, jam-packed with news. So uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Uh, by the way, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button and uh, uh, follow us on whatever platform uh, that, you are, uh, that you're on. And uh, that way you can see when new videos come. Uh, the Wrestling uh, Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, it actually, uh, new episodes drop there every, or drop here every every, uh, every Monday and Friday. Awesome! Yeah, I think so too, so, um, but sure, so every Monday and Friday, uh, Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast with the Kentucky Guy. A uh, new episode drops, and then the Red Pill Current News Podcast with the Kentucky Guy. Uh, a new episode drops there every Wednesday and uh, Saturday. So, yeah, so make sure you guys, uh, you know, yeah. Make sure you guys, uh, you know, uh, spread the word and that. We are on all platforms now. Also, um, <clears throat> the... Uh, Against the Mat 
Wrestling Podcast. I am proud to say that we are on all platforms now for both podcasts. Yeah. Thank you. And we do have a new uh, social media uh, group that we're on that we post, and we actually have a community there called the uh, Red Pill Current News Podcast Community. <laughs> and um, and it's and that app is called The Locals. Uh, it is actually it was designed uh, by the uh, other platform that's similar to YouTube called Rumble. Uh, but yeah, I mean they have everything. Man, they have so many people on there. Uh, it, it's not even funny. So we are on that pl- platform now uh, as well. And our first video on that platform should uh, should be listed today. Yeah, so uh, be sure to check us out. And by the way, uh, uh, the the uh, yeah the username there is uh, you, if you just use uh, the Red Pill Current News Podcast, you'll find us. Yeah, so make sure you put the current news part in there because uh, there's a, a ton, a ton of uh, Red Pill podcasts uh, that uh, without that current news part in there, uh, you're you're going to bring up, I'm not going to be in the list and there's going to be over a thousand. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, anyways, yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and get into the news. All right, so Ric Flair. Everybody remember Ric Flair? Ooh, bigger four-leg lock. Time to go to time to go to school. Uh, limousine riding, jet flying. Yeah. So Ric Flair, he is 73 years old, and he is currently he is <laughs> he is currently training. Because next month he has a match. 73-year-old Ric Flair is having his final match, which he has had several times over the years, (laughs) uh, against Jay Lethal. I believe it's June 23rd. Now, I have down here that uh, it's uh, sponsored by uh, AEW. Well... That is not true. Uh, when I uh, right before I got on, actually right before I started the podcast, uh, I did some research, and it popped up that AEW is not the one that booked Ric Flair and Jay Lethal. So I don't know. I don't know who it is. As soon as I know, I'll let you, I'll let you guys know. Of course, um, I do know that AEW, uh, their superstars, uh, can just about wrestle anywhere. They can go anywhere. They can go to that. They can go to Independence. They can go to. Uh, uh, it's at a Nashville fairground on June 23rd, but it does not say who is uh, who booked that. But anyways, real quick, my opinion on that. Um, I think uh, Ric Flair has done enough in his life that he does not need to do this at all. Um, I, I just uh, and, and I know that uh, that Jay Lethal. And Ric Flair are good friends, right? So maybe, uh, maybe he's going to like he can't he won't take any bumps, or maybe it's uh, he won't take any bumps, or maybe he's just going to sit there and look pretty. I I, I don't know. I, I don't understand 
uh, I, I don't understand why uh, why somebody would book this. And maybe that's why they don't have their name on there. You know, and then things change, and we're, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a minute. Things change in wrestling so fast. I mean, from time to time, uh, things just, I mean, it's just like automatic, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and, and they can change uh, overnight. For real, that's how fast. I mean, this world is so fast-paced now anyways. And uh, so so the wrestling business is the same way. Uh, the writers and I, they can change. I, I've seen stuff. I've seen things change with, and then change back again, right? Also, if I haven't told you, one of the benefits of listening to our our podcast, uh, especially if you're new, is basically a lot of the information that we get. Uh, first of all, we make sure it's 100 percent accurate. If it's not 100 percent accurate, then we tell you. Uh, if we don't know if it's 100 uh, percent accurate, because we're having a hard time getting our hands on something to verify it, um, you'll hear a lot of things on our podcast that you won't hear uh, on the uh, mainstream media or, uh, frankly, anywhere else. So you, you will, uh, because uh, uh, just like I run uh, my community over there in Locals, uh, as censor-free is what I tell them, we don't censor anything, I don't censor my uh, content on, uh, on podcasts. Uh, I don't. I have to do it on uh, on so many different platforms uh, and use code words, the jab, and stuff like that that I just, I refuse. That was one of the things. That's why I'm with Anchor. Uh, and if, uh, if you're a fan of the uh, Red Pill Current News podcast, you, you've heard that's uh, commercial for Anchor because uh, they don't censor. They, they don't. Uh, they're partner and the person that they uh, uh, that actually I think they own them now Spotify Spotify I don't know if they do it now because they haven't done anything to me uh, on this podcast on these podcasts however I know that Spotify was a part of the censorship in 2020 when it first started when it first started, right after November, uh, right over, right after they stole the election, yeah. So, so yeah. So that's how come, like, you'll see an episode on here uh, that I actually put off for a long time, uh, called uh, on the Red Pill podcast. It's called uh, uh, the Kentucky Guy's uh, Opinion of uh, the 2020 Election. Right now, I put stuff in there that uh, I cannot. I can't. I cannot uh, say uh, out loud without using code words uh, on any other platform. So, so anyway, so yeah, we we do not uh, censor here. I think it's a bad idea. I think Rick Flair's done enough, and uh, I don't think it needs to happen. Uh, so on Rampage, let's go ahead and just uh, stick with AEW once again. AEW is not sponsoring. Has not booked. The match between 73-year-old uh, Ric Flair and Jay Lethal. That is that is not AEW's booking. However, on AEW, 
on Rampage. Uh, let's see. The uh, Death Triangle, which is uh, Ray Phoenix, uh, the Dark Pentagon, and uh, Pac. Uh, they actually uh, defeated uh, the Blade, the Butcher, and Tomar Hiroshimura. Shimura. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so... Uh, and the reason why I brought that up is because what was more interesting than them winning that match uh, was at the end of the match. Uh, basically, the lights went out. This was once the match was over, and uh, the Death Triangle had won. The lights went out. They come back up. The House of Black. Brody and uh, uh, Murphy and in uh, uh, leader, they are standing on the ring ropes when the lights come on, and then boom, the lights go off, and guess what? Let's see if I can sound like one of them, and and lights go off, and they come back on, and the house of black is gone. Yeah, so uh, I had to go in my evil voice there uh, <laughs> to kind of get that message through. All right, so, uh, but yeah, I, I really thought that, that was something else. This House of Black uh, uh, and this rivalry with the, uh, with the Death Triangle uh Man, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be, uh, I think the House of Black is one of uh, one of the best uh, factions we have out there right now. I've said that before, and uh, I think uh, they've just needed another great team to have a really like a really big uh, rivalry with, and uh, the uh, Death Triangle is definitely uh, definitely that team. So. All right, so uh, Tony Khan, he has teased uh, in AEW, uh, he has teased that he will be releasing uh, releasing, uh, new titles into his uh, AEW uh, program uh, very soon. So I'm very happy to see this. Uh, I think that uh, Mr. Khan is going to have to actually do something that, uh, that the WWE had to do a long time ago, and uh, have been very successful in doing it. Uh, I think he's actually going to have to split in the two brands, uh, Dynamite and uh, Rampage, and have. Uh, and I think he'll need titles on both shows. Uh, so, I mean, this kind of excites me. I'm glad to see this, but right now, what I'd like to see first is Tony bring that. Uh, that six-man tag championship title, that beautiful, those three beautiful belts, bring them back, and, and let's have some epic uh, six-man tag uh, contests. You know, let's get the uh, Bullet Club in there, and, uh, I mean, let's just go crazy. Let's do the Elites as a separate team, the Young Bucks with Kenny Omega when he comes back. I mean, uh, you know, and uh, you got the Kingdom. I mean, there's just so many between Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor, there's just so many uh, great trios that could be created. So, uh, 
So yeah, Tony, if you're listening, man, uh, six man tag team champions. Uh, we need we we need it down in our soul. We need it. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that funny. All right. Um, <laughs> so um, the Owen Hart uh, tournament is uh, continuing uh, on AEW. Um, there has been a Joker. Uh, a, a Joker has now been sh- uh, shown. It hasn't doesn't say who the Joker is. But by the way, the Joker is uh, a competitor that ha- that is uh, that it will be anonymous until the match, right? So that's what a Joker is on, on the type of tournament that uh, AEW is doing. Uh, <laughs> so, who's the Joker? Who is it? Most of the people that are on the roster uh, have already com- have competed, right, to qual- try to uh, qualify for uh, for the tournament. So, I, I you know, so here, here's my opinion, right? I think it can I think it could be Cesaro, who I can now confirm and announce that he is under this is uh this is 100 percent uh clad guys uh no no opinion here uh 100 i can say that he has officially uh is under contract by aew cesaro is uh he is now under con i'm not saying that he's the joker a hundred percent. I said, just in my opinion, uh, him and a couple others here, it could be. Uh, but he is under contract with AEW. I don't know when his debut will be or how it'll be or what have you, but I think he's a strong possibility that he could be the Joker. Um, or could it be uh, Bray Wyatt, the, the Fiend? Could that be him? Now, I have not confirmed... Uh, that he is not a still a free agent. Uh, right now, as far as I know, everything says Bray Wyatt is still a free agent. So he has not signed anything with AEW just yet. You know, and then I was thinking, maybe it could be the return of uh, Kenny Omega, who has been out due, you know, for quite a while now, but he's starting to pop up on shows and in interviews. Uh, maybe it's... Maybe it's uh, Maybe that's how he comes back. Either one of those would be amazing, and it, it will add so much to. Uh, maybe it's Rod, uh, Roderick Strong, who has recently asked for his release on NXT. You know, maybe it could be him, or or uh, you know, speaking of the uh, NXT, what about uh, Johnny, uh, the wrestler? Uh, start his name starts with a G. I never could really pronounce it. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Gano. Gano. Anyways, you know who I'm talking about, Mr. Wrestling. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's not, he still shows up as a free agent, so uh, it could be him. I mean, it's endless what this could be, and I love how AEW and how Tony Khan is, uh, how they're keeping us so close to their chest. Uh, usually with the world we live in, uh, internet and everything um 
it's hard to keep anything uh, a secret anymore. And the good thing about these guys is, like I mentioned, Cesaro is uh, currently is now under contract with AEW. Uh, that doesn't mean a hundred percent that Cesaro uh, uh, is going to be the Joker, right? Because uh, they could bring him out in another way. Who 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 knows the the possibility? Ever since AEW, uh, when AEW first started, I said that this. They would be a great group if they could grow quickly. I said they. I said they. They've got a good base, and uh, they've got some, you know, and a, a good base of athletes when they first started. I said if they can grow quickly, and I, I didn't mean like six months. I mean, you know, within within four years, uh, they will. Uh, they'll make it. They'll make it. I, I just. I had that much confidence in. Uh, uh, in the board that I seen, the way that they kicked AW off with all the uh, press conferences and meetings and uh, uh, social media and news uh, uh, conferences, uh, it, it just the way they done it. I, I just knew, you know. But it, the wrestling's a very tough business, you know, and you can't grow even by my and my my expectations are low because I know how long I know how hard it is to grow. Uh, a new business anyways let alone uh being a sport right so and then so ever since AEW has or Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor I now say they've made that leap and uh they're going to make it they're going to they're con- they're they're already a contender with WWE and you're going to see it. You're going to see uh, wrestlers. Uh, you're going to see it more and more. Was what I mean. You, we've already seen it. You're going to see wrestlers uh, leave WWE and come over to AEW. You're going to see more and more, uh, like Cody Rhodes. You're going to see wrestlers, uh, and you're going to see this often, especially as their roster is. I mean, just doubled. You know, and ever since they bought the new company, uh, Ring of Honor. So. Uh, I mean, they're a major player now. And and if anybody has Tony Khan's ear, you know, let there be no mistake the right way to do this. Ring of Honor should be your NXT, should be your developmental, right? You can have, uh, you can have some of the older guys uh, come there once in a while from the main roster which will be AEW. Uh, you can you can have uh, you can have those guys come over and uh, put you know some of the younger up to upcoming uh, talent over. Yeah, absolutely. But it needs to be Ring of Honor needs to be your NXT man. Uh, the only thing is is please, please for the love of God, do a better job than WWE's WWE does once they bring them to the main roster. The WWE, Vince McMahon, continues to blow it <laughs> when he brings superstars from the NXT over to uh, Raw or SmackDown. He, he, he continues to blow it. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, like I mentioned, uh, you know, that it could be, you know, and I was thinking, uh, you know, 
uh, Brian Cage and uh, uh, Rusev. I don't I don't know what Rus- I can't think of what his name is now on uh, on his new name. Uh, but it could be one of those Brian Cage because they've uh, they've not been in the eye uh, so much. It's untelling. I don't know. But anyways, I think it's going to be good. I think Delvin Hart, uh, by the way, don't forget, this Wednesday, I told you guys about it on the uh, first episode of uh, Against the Mat uh, Wrestling Podcast with the Kentucky guy. Uh, this Wednesday, you're going to see Jeff Hardy uh, and versus Adam Cole. That match is going to be great. I look forward to actually... And don't get me wrong, uh, it will be hard to do, uh, but I look forward to actually beat Jeff Hardy versus uh, uh, the Coffin Drop last week. That was an amazing match. And if you have not watched that, once again, I do highly, highly, highly uh, recommend watching that. Darby Allen versus uh, Jeff Hardy last week. Okay, so let's uh, let's continue to move on. But I wanted, I do want to say that uh, uh, I we'll move on. But I do want to stay within uh, the AEW topic because there's a couple more headlines. Uh, I have received a report that AEW may be officially moving their AEW Fallout pay-per-view from Chicago going forward now. They do have this pay-per-view uh, in Chicago every year, the Fallout, uh, AEW Fallout. Um, so, oh yeah. So the so the official uh, the official statement uh, <laughs> the official statement on why this may have happened, uh, you know, goes into economics and things like that, but. I mean, let's be honest, right? We already know why they're going, and they're going to move. I heard that uh, the the front runner uh, to move this pay per view to is uh, uh, Toronto. So yeah, so th- so if they've already got a front runner, yeah, they're they're gone, and they should be. And we all really know the real reason, why, right? I mean, come on, Chicago is a dangerous place. I mean, it, there's murders there every day. Uh, you've got their crazy uh, mayor who who screams defund the police anytime she can, yet her city is over, overwhelmed and has been uh, with thugs killing kids. And it, it's just, it's sickening. So, yeah, I wouldn't want my employees, uh, I wouldn't want to put them at that type of risk anyways. And I'd say, yeah, uh, Chicagoans, Think uh, th- once again. Think your uh, mayor Lightfoot, and uh, that's her name, by the way. Uh, thank her because uh, you're gonna not only are are the fans gonna miss out, right? But that city, uh, that's a pretty good draw, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of money that they're gonna lose uh, once this uh, once this happens. So and it's gonna happen. Already marking down. Uh, I I got the report. Uh, today and then just a little bit ago, I got the report that they already have a front runner. They're they're running full speed ahead. 
doesn't matter. Don't care if they get on TV right now. Uh, Tony Khan himself and says that, uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, this is something we're looking at down the road, possibly, blah, blah, blah. No, don't buy it. It's happening now. Too many things are cooking. All right, so uh, also um, Sammy Guevara and uh, his uh, girlfriend, uh, Tay Conte. Tay Conte? Yeah. Uh, they actually won the AAA Mixed Tag Team Titles. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so they're, actually, uh, they're actually the Mixed Tag Team Champions, World Champions, uh, for the AAA uh, promotion. There you go, Tony. There's another one. A mix, a mix, uh, uh, a mix title, mixed tag team title. There you go. That that would that would be beautiful in Ring of, Ring of Honor or ADLB. Yeah, I like that. You know. So, and here's one thing that uh, Tony Khan. Uh, he's done so many things correct, and uh, right here is one of the I think. Uh, I think this is his biggest win uh, it, when he looks back for 20, uh, 2022. Uh, and that's on June 23rd, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling have partnered together uh, to do pay-per-view, uh, The Forbidden Door. I tell you what, this, this is going to be awesome. Uh, haven't, they really haven't leaked, I mean, they've, they've had people put out, like, dream matches, uh, where these, uh, two organizations, you know, where they're intertwined, uh, you're going to see matches that you don't normally, you would never see, ever see, if this ever happened, because you have, uh, uh, you have a lot of great wrestlers in Japan that, uh, Americans have never heard of, because, uh, they don't usually, they don't travel, Let's be honest, they don't. They have a lot of uh, 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 home, I don't know how to say, a lot of Japanese uh, great wrestlers uh, that uh, that do travel and have been to the U.S., but there's a lot that I, unless you're a, an avid wrestling fan like myself and, uh, you know, you follow it uh, all the time, uh, I would say that there's, a, there's quite a few Americans that do not know... Uh, some of the people that you're going to see. And the ones that do know them, like myself, you're going to be flipping out because you're going to be watching matches that uh, you didn't think that you'd ever be able to watch. Uh, so, yeah, so don't forget that. Uh, June 23rd, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, The Forbidden Door. I think that should be uh, should be pretty good. Actually, it's going to be amazing. So, so uh, speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, they did release uh, Kota Ibayashi. Uh, you guys know him. He used to be a part of the Golden Lovers uh, and was tag team champions with uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, he was actually a former world champion, uh, singles world champion. In his own right, uh, but yeah. So, um, so Kota Ibiashi uh, has been released uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it was not 
because uh, he's actually been going. <laughs> uh, the wrestler's actually been going on to uh, uh, interviews and in news, uh, you know, news shows and things like that, blasting, bla- <laughs> literally blasting uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, management. So it was not a mutual uh, agreement. So kind of shocking when I, you know, you don't usually. Uh, you don't usually hear promotions releasing uh, champions unless they're way, way, you know, way out of their prime, right? Uh, but that's not the case for this uh, this young man. He's still got a lot to go. He's got many years to go uh, as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, he's, he's a young man, and uh, uh, he's done amazing. He's had an amazing career. Uh, and he stayed right there with New Japan Wrestling too. So yeah, I just I don't know. I just the more I think about that, it just uh, I don't know. Uh, something's up there. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure we'll find out. It'll come down the line. However, now New Japan, uh, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling, they did have uh, they actually within the last day or so they had ca- Capital Collision which was a pay-per-view. I do have some uh, some results here. Let's see. Um, Brody. Everybody knows who Brody is, right? Uh, Brody actually, uh, I don't, you know what? It doesn't say who he beat. He won his match. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, then we had uh, Eddie Kingston. Uh, versus uh, Tomoho Hiro Ishia. Yeah, I can't. I won't be able to say that again. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eddie Kingston actually won that match. Uh, and then we had uh, Jay White, uh, who is the leader of the Bullet Club, uh, and uh, one of the Bullet Club's members, uh, Aikula. And uh, their opponents were, were uh, Rock... Uh, Rock Romero, Romero, yeah, and uh, Okada. Oh yeah, Okada. He's <laughs> uh, he's still going and going strong. Uh, so um, and Okada and uh, uh, Rock Romero uh, were the uh, winners in that match. Um, however, uh, Okada was attacked by uh, Jay White and his partner after the match. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, so I look for if you if you if you love New Japan Wrestling and you follow it like I do, um, it's time for Jay White's going to get his belt back. I think I think they're going to let him, uh, even though that he's uh, staying more uh, working more in the states right now uh, on AEW and Impact Wrestling. Uh, I think they're going to let him, he needs that belt back anyways. It's weird. Seeing him, uh, <laughs> seeing him on TV without the belt. Okay, in, the, in another match. Oh, this was the big match uh, for the uh, uh, IWGP uh, Television uh, Championship belt, uh, and this was uh, okay. John Moxley versus Juice Robinson versus uh, William Offspring, and I tell you what. If, if uh, some of you only listen, only watch or uh, 
and only watch it every now and again, maybe AEW or WWE, uh, and, you, and, you, and you don't watch New Japan Wrestling, if you ever get a chance and you're on YouTube or, or, or a platform to where you can look up videos, look up Will, uh, Will Osprey. Uh, this guy is amazing. Amazing. Uh, in every match I've ever seen him in, even when he was younger, and he's not old now, but when he was younger and first starting, he got he got started at a very young age, and uh, he is he is an amazing athlete. So you have uh, yeah, so John Moxley, Juice Robinson, uh, Will Offspring, uh, and the champion was uh, Irie Hiroshiro. I'm sure I said that right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, from what I've seen, I didn't get to watch the whole match. But from what I did see, man, it was a, it was definitely a, a what do you call it, a barn burner? Is that what Jr. would call it, a barn burner? <laughs> yeah, so um, it was a great match. And uh, actually, sorry, uh, I was going looking at my notes here. Juice, Juice, the newest member of uh, the Bullet Club, Juice Robertson, uh, won and is the new, the new IWGP Television World Champion. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty awesome. So. All right, so let's move on over uh, to uh, and finish up today with uh, uh, the WWE. So if you've heard, uh, if you heard the first uh, the our podcast last Friday, uh, then you'll be okay on what I'm getting ready to say. If you haven't watched it, <laughs> you may be lost for just a moment, okay? Because I talked about a couple of things. Actually, I talked about a lot of things. But some of the things were for us to actually look for uh, because uh, the podcast uh, came out on Friday, and, but it came out early Friday uh, before uh, SmackDown came on, right? So, uh, so here we go. So Roman Reigns uh, was on Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, he was there. I, I mean, I'm sure uh, you've seen him. Uh, he, however, uh, my resource stands firm. They stand firm that Roman Reigns is and has left, or I'm sorry, that Roman Reigns is no longer and has left the WWE. So I I, I don't know. I mean, I was shocked when I seen him show up on SmackDown. I was like, whoa. Uh, because, you know, I don't ever tell you guys, you know, for those of you that follow me on other platforms uh, or you uh, listen to the Red Pill Current News podcast, uh, I've, I've said it probably a hundred times on there. I don't I don't just give you guys information and take a chance that it's right. I mean, I research it and uh, and I don't just have like one or two sources. I mean, like if, if they tell me something and I find out it's right and they do they do it a few times. There may I may not look as hard or use as many uh, sources on just one story. Uh, however, 
this here, uh, that's why I'm following up on it. I was very, very surprised when uh, when I seen Roman Reigns show up on, on SmackDown. Very surprised. Let's put it this way. I seen him show up, and I got on my phone. Like, boom, made a phone call. <laughs> um, however, though, and, and I talked about this on, on the last episode, uh, it, it just doesn't make any sense. But now, on SmackDown, it was announced that now we are going to have the tag team unification match between the Usos and RK-Bro. This week, this week, I believe this week, I believe it's on SmackDown, I believe it's going to be on Friday. This week on television, we're going to see a tag team unification match. See, this is when WWE starts doing some right things. First of all, I don't think not unifying the titles. That's a mistake. It was a mistake to, let, to do it on the world, uh, the world heavyweight champion, the WWE championship title, and the uni, uh, universal title. It was a mistake. It's still a mistake. It's still biting them. Right now, you have you have a champion that has to be on both shows, uh, and uh, it just it takes something away from the show. Like it really does. Like I really. I don't even really enjoy Raw right now. Uh, uh, SmackDown feels like it hasn't changed at all. Because Roman Reigns is still there. Raw feels like it's had quite a bit of change. And I'm not that big of a uh, Brock Lesnar fan. It has nothing to do with him. So what changed? I mean, this was the match that was supposed to happen at Backlash, uh, the pay-per-view that was changed just days before. Days. Like Raw, the Raw before uh, WrestleMania Backlash. So what? I, I, so what's happened since then? Because now, I mean, I've got, I've got a source saying that Roman Reigns is done with WWE. Uh, he was going on an extensive. He was going on in an extensive uh, uh, absence, right, to work on his acting career. Uh, but <clears throat> like he was going to be gone extended period of time. But his contract came up. They could not come to an uh, an agreement on it. This was the other day. His contract was up like last Friday, or, or Friday or. Thursday, Thursday. Uh, anyways, they couldn't come to an agreement, uh, and he was gone. And they were figuring out, and WWE was okay with it. They were figuring out, I mean, it just, it hasn't happened. He was on SmackDown. Uh, I'm sure he'll be on Raw tonight. You know, I mean, it, uh, you know, I, I just, I got to trust in my sources, because it wasn't just one person that told me that, or one one company, uh, so something, and you know, here's the thing though, when it, I said it earlier, uh, when it comes to wrestling, things change within minutes, storylines change within minutes, who was winning the title, right, that that storyline has changed within minutes, and nobody even know, so, so maybe they come to an agreement, I don't know. 
I haven't got that word yet. As soon as I do, I'll let you all know, of course, as uh, we'll definitely be falling back on it, falling back, uh, do a follow-up on it. So another thing, and this is a different source than the one that I have on Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousley <laughs> was uh, actually on SmackDown on Friday. Uh, she, she actually had a match for her title um, against uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Now, uh, I'm watching this very closely because there's there are so many rumors flying around right now on uh, on on the WWE and Ronda Rousey, right? So many different rumors. Uh, I actually told you, uh, mine's not a rumor, though. It's a report. Uh, that uh, they they wanted, they promised Rhonda. So here's the story, just in case you haven't, you haven't heard the last podcast. So they promised uh, Miss Rousley uh, that when she won the title again, the SmackDown title, which she was always going to win, um, she'll actually hold that title until WrestleMania 2023. Yeah, so, um, you know, so she was delighted, and that's what she thought. And then the sources say, the reports say, the rumors say, uh, that uh, there was a meeting between her and uh, WWE management or officials, and they informed her that they now, plans have changed, and they need her to drop uh, the title in July at uh, Money in the Bank to Sasha Banks. Okay? And so so this made uh, Rhonda furious, said if she had to do it, she was going to vacate, she quit, and she was going to vacate the title. Right? So that's what I heard. There, like I said, there's rumors flying everywhere. Uh, the only thing I can say, guys, is keep your eye on her, and let's just uh, and let's just see what happens. Okay. Um, now that the match with uh, with Raquel Rodriguez, um, if you watched it close enough, uh, this this was definitely set up. Uh, this match was set up to have a rematch. Uh, and mine in the future. And yeah, Ronda Ronda Rousey won, but think about it. Think about it. (laughs) She pinned her. She did not attempt or use a submission move on her. It's very interesting. Um... I don't know. It, it just seemed like uh, it almost seemed like Ronda was, uh, you know, putting uh, Rodriguez, uh, putting her over some, you know, like I can't, I'm not going to lose to you, but I'm going to make you look good because she had a lot harder time. Uh, it, it seemed she seemed to have a lot harder time uh, out of Raquel Rodriguez uh, than uh, 
than she should have, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, it does look uh, like we are out of time. Uh, we will have another episode uh, on Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we will have another episode that will drop on this Friday. Uh, if nothing doesn't happen and everything's good. Uh, be sure to check out the Red Pill uh, podcast. Uh, just dropped a new episode on there two days ago. And uh, getting ready to do another episode this coming Wednesday. So, and, uh, so thank you guys so much uh, for uh, listening. Uh, I hope you have a great week. Uh, you know, Mondays are always crazy for all of us and are tough to get going. But you know what? Um, we'll pull through. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And, uh, hey, once again, I'm the Kentucky Guy. You've been listening to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Hey, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like getting complaints because someone on the team always smells horrible. You better talk to Bambi. Or someone isn't showing up when they're supposed to. Talk to Bambi. Or an employee reports a serious issue, like sexual harassment, and you're not sure if you have a documented policy. You really need to talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost $80,000 a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com slash assistant right now. Spelled BAM, B-E-E dot com slash assistant. Bambi.com slash assistant.